Hi, everybody. This is Judy, and I'm so sorry for being so late with this latest podcast episode. I've had a bunch of studio projects and just have not been able to get to it. But I'm back, and I've got some exciting stuff in the queue for you. I'm going to get the ball rolling again with the following episode, which was written by Lawrence Blackwell of the Matinee Multilingual Voiceover and Subtitling Agency in the UK. Now, as you probably know, I hardly ever have guest posts on All Things Vocal because I write almost all of them myself. But this one was really good and has important information for voices that I agree with. So my thanks to him for sharing it exclusively with me for you. All right, let's check it out. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. I can fix you, I can teach you. The human voice is incredibly complex. For instance, did you know it's able to make in the region of 800 plus unique sounds? From a technical perspective, sound is produced when air is blown over the vocal folds at about 110 cycles per second in men, 180 to 220 cycles in women, and 300 cycles or more in children. Combine this with rich words and language, and the result is our ability to communicate vocally with others. That being said, some people are naturally better communicators than others. So what can we do to improve our vocal communication skills? Let's talk about the most important vocal attributes for communication. It's important to understand that there is a huge range of vocal attributes that can come into play here, often described differently depending on who's referring to them and in what context, and they can also change depending on lots of different factors. However, here's a basic overview of some of the more common vocal qualities that you should be thinking about. Aphonic, which is a whisper. Biphonic is two pitches at the same time. I can't demonstrate that one for you, and I'm kind of glad. (laughs) Breathy, air in the voice is heard. Covered, it sounds kind of muffled. Creaky, the sound of friction between surfaces. Flutter or bleat, which sounds like the bleeding of a lamb. Glottalized, which is another word for vocal fry, which is a low clicking sound as in Kim Kardashian's voice. Raspy is a dry grating sound, which is a little more intermittent vocal fry. Pressed is loud and harsh. Twangy is sharp. Wobble is a variation in sound kind of like a bubble in your voice. Yawny sounds like a yawn in the voice. This is a small section of a list by just one physiologist, and I'll be leaving a link to that physiologist in the podcast notes. But in reality, many of these table types exist, and they all differ in many ways. As a vocal performer, you don't need to know about all of these attributes, but you should at least have a basic understanding of the most important attributes when it comes to vocal communication. 
By understanding these, you can work on developing and improving them to ultimately improve your craft. All right, here's some key vocal attributes to consider. First, tone. When you speak to people and convey a message, the tone of voice you use applies meaning to the words. For example, the phrase, I don't know, can have many meanings. An emphasis on the I, I don't know, could suggest defensiveness or that you know somebody else does know. Going pointedly down at the end of no, I don't know, could suggest that you're putting an end to the point and you really don't know. If you go higher on don't and then slope down on no from high to low, I don't know. It could be more of a questioning sentence that suggests that while you don't know, you're actually curious to know who does know. Understanding how tone of voice impacts the words that you say gives you huge control over the meanings that you apply to your words. The next attribute we want to talk about is volume. This might seem like an obvious one, but it really is so important. Speak too loudly and you'll come across as brash, harsh, overly confident, and perhaps even aggressive. Speak too quietly and you could sound not very confident, sheepish, and unsure. Listening back to your voice will help you understand microphone control and where to position yourself for the very best volume without popping the mic. (laughs) If you're struggling to project, you might want to work on your breathing, which can help a lot. Also with opening your throat, which can give you more resonance and can get your voice out more clearly and richly so your voice can be heard by your audience. Just don't try to raise your volume level by pushing and trying to shove your voice down their throat. Okay, the next attribute that becomes very important for vocal communication is pitch. Generally, lower pitched voices are considered nicer or easier on the ear. While this doesn't mean you need to radically change your natural voice necessarily, it does allow you to be mindful of placing your voice within lower and mid ranges so that it might appeal to your listeners and your audience more than if you constantly speak up at the higher end of your range, unless of course you need to speak there for a particular role you're playing. Check this out. This is a quote from Frederick Nietzsche. We often refuse to accept an idea merely because the tone of voice in which it's been expressed is unsympathetic to us. Hmm. Well, to wrap it up, the topic of vocal attributes is a complex one, but it's important to get your head around it if you plan to pursue a career as an actor, voiceover artist, podcaster, singer, or one of the many hundreds of professions that rely on the voice and vocal communication. Once you understand the key vocal attributes and how they can be used and modified to help you communicate, you'll realize you have the power to improve how you come across to your listeners and ultimately present your message. This is particularly the case if English isn't your native language. Many of the attributes we just talked about will be used entirely differently in another language, such as French or Spanish. So it's important to make sure your approach is appropriate for the message you're trying to convey in the language you're speaking. 
Ultimately, understanding how to better use your vocal attributes is a skill that won't just benefit you in your career, but ultimately in all aspects of your life. Because think about it, almost all of us use our voices for reasons every single day. And finally, I want to let you guys in on a secret. Be on the lookout for the launch of my first video vocal training course on Teachable. This one will be on the speaking voice. All right, this is Judy Rodman. You can find me at judyrodman.com. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Many thanks again to Lawrence Blackwell of Matinee Multilingual in the UK. And we'll see you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers. 